Welcome back to Let's Talk Weddings with Your Scottish Wedding, the only wedding podcast dedicated solely to the Scottish wedding industry. We'll be talking to guests from across the Scottish wedding landscape, discussing everything from how grooms can play an active role in their wedding planning and putting together the perfect elopement to looking at the top bridal designers as well as keeping you right on your own wedding checklist. Just what do you need to do when? So about five kilometres inland from the boathouse um, on the estate is this incredible scenic lock. And actually one couple um, got married on, they had their ceremony on the edge of the lock and it was mind-blowingly beautiful. It was this sort of intense still day. And then um, these two gentlemen getting married were just, I mean, so, you know, saying their words to each other, completely locked eyes. It was just, I mean, it sent shivers down your spine. Um, I am Jules Gibbs. And I am married to Jamie, who owns the Dugri estate, of which the Dugri Boathouse is our kind of newly renovated wedding venue or events and wedding venue. Um, I take more of a role on the commercial side of the business, whereas Jamie does more of the kind of forestry and agriculture and farming. Not my bag. Um, <laughs> And so, to be honest, personally, the boathouse has been my absolute pet project and baby for the last, well, it, I'm going to say two and a half years, really, to get to this point. And last, well, the beginning, about 18 months ago, less than that, Marlon, um, I met Marlon and I advertised for someone to come <laughs> and do the odd show round. <laughs> When this, when this amazing venue was renovated and it was still a building site at the time, just to do the odd show round, you know, kind of like yeah. maybe an hour a week or something. I'm not really sure. Anyway, within, um, within I'm going to say, about six weeks of her agreeing to do the odd show round, she was full time. <laughs> it snowballed from there. It did. It did. It did. Absolutely. Um, and I think before Marlon introduces what she does, I think the key thing here is I'm actually based in London. Mm -hmm. um, so my husband and I both work in London. And so we do delegate a lot of the day-to-day -day running um, to Marlon and the rest of the team. Yep. Yes. So yeah, my name is Marlon and I am the wedding coordinator uh, of the Bowhouse. I do all the weddings, the viewings, inquiries, all that kind of stuff. Um, plan the weddings with the couples, do show rounds, do the shows with Jules, all the marketing, all that fun <laughs> stuff. No, it's it's great fun. Um, She's so, also yeah, the creativity. You're underselling yourself. She's the creativity. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think a lot of the time people come to the venue, and you know the boathouse is quite iconic, and it's its own 
kind of personality and character mm-hmm. and it's very long standing and there's a huge amount of history and on occasion I think it can be quite intimidating to couples thinking oh my god like this building's insane I mean look at the roof <laughs> behind her um what do we do how do we decorate it you know and actually Marlon's the one that has the vision and ability to sort of be a chameleon I think more than anything Mm -hmm. to the sorts of brides and couples that not just brides um and couples that are interested in holding their event here Um, and my goodness we've had an array I mean, <laughs> yeah, we had, yeah. Before we go into the boathouse specifically, for those that don't know about Doogie, could you give us a bit of a background into exactly what it is and what it looks like? Okay, so Doogie is a, a kind of a, a highland estate and it was built by the Duke of Hamilton in 1850s-ish. And he lived at Brodick Castle on the Isle of Arran and he wanted a holiday home. So what he did was he travelled to the opposite side of the island <laughs> and built Dugary Lodge and the towers and the boathouse as his holiday and kind of party area. Mm-hmm. And the boathouse originally, kind of more specifically, um, was literally for housing his boats and for having Kayleys. And so historically, it was, you know, the party venue for the Duke. And then he would house all of his friends and family across the, um, well, in the lodge mainly and other houses around the area. These days, it um, belonged to my father-in-law who bought the estate and now my husband who inherited it. And it's it's everything. It's huge. We're very big on the conservation side and trying to increase biodiversity. We have an organic sheep farm. Um, it has the most amazing scenery. I mean, Aaron mm-hmm. is called you know, Scotland in miniature. And I think Dugri mm-hmm. itself could be Scotland in miniature, whether you want hills or grassland or rivers or locks or the sea or the beach. I mean, it's just all there. It's a venue that has everything for everyone. It has mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from a lot of tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best thing not to have a lot of. <laughs> So Marlene, you're sitting in the boathouse now and our viewers can't see this, which is such a shame, but that ceiling is just absolutely stunning. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's It's so beautiful. beautiful. I I love barns and just having exposed woodwork, exposed beams, and then to have those fairy lights and the chandeliers as well. You can really see how this could be a beautiful, magical venue for people. Um, So why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the boathouse specifically? Me or Jules? <laughs> I'll start, you jump in. Jules starts. Um, so basically, the boathouse is a, it's a listed building. So in shape, it's not your kind of traditional rectangular barn that has a sort of aisle down the front and, and you know, that's it. The area behind Marlin, as you can see, does look like a kind of rectangular, almost ceremony room with these enormously high exposed timber beams, the originals. Um, it actually has two sides of the building that look like that, almost kind of was symmetrically. And then it has a kind of central area with this beautiful big kind of entrance hall with a lovely glass kind of chandelier. Um, yeah. And that, I think, kind of sets itself off. 
the party area and with the exposed beams again it's got fairy lights it's got chandeliers it's got the views which I can't tell you because Marlon is facing the wrong way but it's got these <laughs> huge floor to ceiling kind of doors out to sea so depending on the weather and to be honest even on a rough day it's just mm. incredible because you are on the beach Mm. You know, the sea is just there and the gulls and all the wildlife and it feels like you are completely transported away from real life it's extraordinary wow. absolutely and then you've got these huge big thick walls of this listed building that I kid you not we've had some of the loudest DJs and bands ever <laughs> <laughs> they shut all the doors no sound travels I mean it is really yeah Wow. Um, but look, the two big things about the boathouse are its position, which I think is unrivaled on this kind of spit of where the river on one side meets the sea on the other. Um, and then it's got this beautiful expanse of highly manicured lawn um, <laughs> on one side of it, which if you wanted to bring a marquee or lawn games or have lots of children, whatever it is, there's lots of space around yeah. it. Um, but ultimately, the views and the position are insane. Mm -hmm. Come Absolutely. on, Absolutely. I could not have said it better, Jules. No, it's, it's... <laughs> so tell us about some of the weddings that you've had there, because it sounds like it encompasses everything. But do you have a particular type of wedding that ends up happening there? No, it's all different, actually. So the, the good thing about the Bowhouse is it's perfect for the smaller weddings, but also for the bigger weddings as well. So we had in, in, everything from 30 people to 100 people. They've hired a marquee out on the lawn and just used the Bowhouse for their dance and the ceremony. Um, yeah, I mean, it caters for pretty much everyone I would say depending on what you like um, because of the layout of the bow house even if you have a smaller number of guests it doesn't make it feel too cramped or too big it's perfect it's got a nice flow in the building if you know what I mean mm. and I think yeah. the, other, the other thing just to jump in and note is there yes. are kind of three slightly distinct areas to the boathouse and each one of them has the original bifolding doors. Mm -hmm. section, so you can see actually just sitting behind Marlon. So you can section areas off. So that can be useful, A, if you have a smaller wedding and you want it to feel more compact and intimate, mm -hmm. or B, if you have a bigger wedding and you want to almost like herd your guests from, let's say, the ceremony area through to the bar and then shut a piece off so that they're mm -hmm. all contained in one area. The band can then set up and you can then do a big reveal. You know, there are lots of different ways of doing it. Um, I mean, we've had weddings, we've had themed weddings. Um, <laughs> we've had, you know, very small and very food-focused wedding. Aaron is also mm -hmm. a big food centre in Scotland. It's got a very advanced um, food scene, which is great. We've had weddings that are more festival type where it's been much more casual and there hasn't been a need or people haven't wanted to kind of sit down really formally and they wanted to have a more relaxed affair 
We've had ones that have been very formal indeed and, you know, multiple courses and very lengthy dinners and all that. And then we've had ones where, to be honest, they all just want to get pissed and have a really mental <laughs> um, And again, that's worked really well. I think the soundproofing really helps on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, because of the position, you know, if you're getting married in a coastal venue, the prey is always that it's not going to be tipping it down with rain, for sure. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I think a lot of the weddings, you know, especially last season, which was our first season, had a very kind of relaxed and outdoorsy type, mm -hmm. you know, going back to nature type vibe to it. We've had several weddings that wanted to do the sort of food truck and lawn games type feel, which I don't know if that's a trend or not, but it, it definitely, <laughs> it's something that I've never been to a wedding like that, but actually we had quite a few that did that. Um, we've got quite a few inquiries for this summer about having more of a sort of hog roast and barbecue, but having mm -hmm. it sit down because I think we all know weddings get really expensive. Yeah. Um, and in this sort of going back to nature type of environment, you can do that very relaxed food mm. or inexpensive food without losing the formality and grandeur of the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so tell us about some of the memorable moments that you've had at the boathouse. Oh, goodness. Well, good and bad. Um, <laughs> well, we're here to do the good and the bad. So. I mean, I think for me, the one of the most memorable ones, I think it was our second wedding, and I suddenly saw the barman running down the road. And I was thinking, oh, my God, what is happening? Anyway, this party had decided, I can't remember what the shot was, but it was a really specific shot that they wanted. And I don't think... Anyway, we had to disappear off quickly to the local hotel to like stock up on this extraordinary <laughs> liqueur heard of. Um, but there have been moments like that. I think look, the best the best moments ultimately are getting married is one of the most important days in anybody's life. And mm -hmm. to have that responsibility is not only incredible, but it is daunting and terrifying. And what Marlon does, although she's hopeless at saying it or putting it into words, <laughs> she, um, she takes that responsibility incredibly seriously and goes the extra mile. Mm -hmm. You know, I keep saying to her, yeah. you are not a wedding planner. Yeah. You are the boathouse's events coordinator, which means you help people book the venue. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And if obviously they have a package, that's great. But she will literally help them plan the minutiae, even though that's not her job spec, um, <laughs> of what they want to do. And we will all move heaven and earth to make it happen. Yeah. And I think... The reality is we are a destination wedding venue. The majority mm -hmm. of our clients are not locals. They're not from Aaron, mm -hmm. even though we do have a big locals discount because we really do want the building to stay part of the community and the local environment. But these are people that they may know Aaron really well, but a lot of our brides and grooms, they really don't know the island mm -hmm. that well. And therefore, mm -hmm. you know, if someone needs a safety pin or suddenly the shoes don't fit or whatever it is, 
you know, it's up to us to find someone locally that can solve that problem slash crisis slash massive drama um, as quickly <laughs> as possible. So I think the one thing that Marlon does is she is the epitome of a swan. The legs are pedaling very, very, very fast under the water. Yes. But it all seems very controlled and great yeah. in keeping everybody calm. Because we all know... Weddings are emotional, you know, family, yeah. you can't choose your family. So a lot of the time, you know, family <laughs> coming together and that is also the source of sometimes some drama. I can't really remember what the question was now, um, but I have <laughs> those memorable <laughs> moments. But, um, you know, we've had, we've had some amazing moments. We've had, you know, um, terminally ill parents that have literally just made it. We've had three-legged dogs coming down the aisles with the ring. Mm -hmm. We've yeah. had um, the groom arriving by paddleboard. We've had, <laughs> um, you know, all sorts of amazing yeah. things. But we're really early in our journey. We've only done one season. We're brand new. And we're looking forward to all the new and amazing memories. Yeah. Absolutely. Molly, what's your favorite part about working with the couples? Favorite part? Well, pretty much everything. I just, I do love a good Scottish wedding. Um, and I don't know, I just have this control need. So my favorite part is just to help them plan everything, which I know it's not in my job spec, but, you know, uh, it's good fun. Uh, just meeting everyone and be part of their big day is is. It's quite special and yeah, just meeting new people, relationships. Marlon, talk about, um, so Marlon also has been gathering a lot of decor mm -hmm. um, yes. and she's been starting, I'm not going to say it's a sort of side business, but also she is no, just really very talented on the table gates. <laughs> talk about that because that's really important. Thank you. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's another um, add-on that the couples could choose to go for, where it's myself and the Boathouse team will help them create their decor, like the table layout or the entrance. Um, we do have quite a lot for hire as well on the estate. We've got whiskey barrels. If people want to hire the whiskey barrels for drinks or cake holder or drinks holder, we've got all flowers. We've got silk flowers that we usually dress up the boathouse when people come mm -hmm. for viewings that we like that you could hire as well. Um, yeah. So what I would do is I would just talk to the couple and we would just get kind of a plan of what they're looking for, show them some mood boards, and then we would just kind of agree um, together on what they want their special day to look like. And yeah, try to go the extra mile for each couple. But That's yeah. quite good to have as a venue because especially with being on an island, it must be quite difficult yes. to be able to get as much that you want there but if you as a venue are able to go do you know what you might not have to get all your decorations shipped in or brought over in your car we've already got all of this how does that look do you like that does it fit, fit with your aesthetics and that's really powerful from a venue perspective of being able to be that one-stop shop yeah that's kind of what I found as well it's most people appreciate that the, the items are here to hire if they want to, so they don't have to bring more things over from the mainland because they already have all their packing. Because most people, most most couples do come over for a 
a weekend or a week when they're getting married to make it like a holiday of it. So mm. um, they do appreciate that there is items to hire here. And it's also quite good. You know, they don't have to buy things for them not to get used again. It all gets reused. And yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like, it's a fun side, side business. I think well, so. business, but. No, but, but also, you know, couples either have a really set idea of what their day is going to look like yeah or they really don't they kind of fall in love with the venue and then haven't really thought any further I think Mm -hmm. the one thing about if you hire someone like the boathouse it's got so much character we have worked out you don't need to spend thousands of pounds on or even flowers to be really honest um and there are ways of doing it to fit people's budgets and styles that actually mm-hmm. are quite, they're not particularly labor intensive, which mm-hmm. again, I think is very helpful. I mean, anybody that's visited our stand at any of the, well, the SECC wedding show, you know, we do a lot with eucalyptus, which again, and herbs and things like that. So you get the aromas in the room as yeah. well. Mm-hmm as the sort of greenery and the style that you want to go for so she's very clever this one (laughs) (laughs) and you know it really does feed back to what you're saying earlier Jules about being ecological and finding ways to be more sustainable etc this does help I mean unfortunately we are in in a throwaway culture although I think people are starting to wake up a lot more to things can be reused and they probably should be reused yes. and buying things secondhand. And so oh, don't worry, Marlon is a great hoarder. <laughs> any, I'm a great hoarder. Uh, gin bottles, uh, pretty jam jar. Um, yep, I've got all, I keep all. Amazing yep. magnums and Jeroboams. I mean, you know, tell you what. Which is great for a boho <laughs> wedding or a barnstable wedding. There's so many things that that fits into the decor for <laughs> i actually say my really nice bottles as well and i use them to plant plants in yeah there you nice. go <laughs> yeah so what are you hoping for this next season what are your goals look i think as a new business the goals are ultimately that word of mouth continues to kick in and is positive Mm. Um, secondly that we evolve as a brand and our experience levels just in kind of what we're wanting because at the moment you know we're all things to all people and whatever you like we can do and that's all great Um, I think that you know over time we just want to end up with a really nice solid base of weddings we do not want to turn into a factory of weddings That is not our style. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do more than, you know, one a weekend and probably one or two maybe midweek in peak summer. But mm-hmm. it's not, you know, we want to give people time to come in the day before, take their time. If they want yeah. um, a dinner or something the day before, then great, crack on. If you want to have a barbecue or something the day after using the venue, great, it's yours. We want people to have that feeling of ownership here that it really Mm -hmm. is theirs for their special few days um look we need to do more 
weddings. It's still early days. We're definitely not fully booked. And, you know, we're taking inquiries for 2025, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a question, I think, of getting ourselves on the map a bit more and mm-hmm. finding a way of people knowing about us. Mm-hmm. So I think marketing probably is a big focus for us going forward. Mm-hmm. And are you seeing other wedding related events coming your way, like stag and hen do's, um, anniversaries? What uh, what type of other wedding related events would you want to see there and have seen there? So we're probably um, we haven't we haven't is the honest answer. I, are we kitted up for hen and stag do's? Probably not. Really, I mean, you could do. I don't know what you'd want to do with the venue. You can do whatever you like. We've had more things like um, yoga retreats and weekends. So I think, I think it's mm-hmm. an amazing venue if it was a more civilized hen and it was more of a sort of wellness retreat. Yes, style. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that would be great. Um, I'm not sure there's any exotic dancers on Aaron. But- <laughs> 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 but I'm sure there would be some volunteers. Uh, I think that we do things like so again, with it being part of an estate, whether it's stags or hens, we can offer outdoorsy things. So we can do mm. clay pigeon shooting, we can do lobster potting and mackerel fishing, we can do paddle boarding, we can do donutting. We can do, you know, fishing on the river, amazing walks. We can do, mm-hmm. you know, campfire on the beach and marshmallows. We can sort of do whatever you'd want. But is it the kind of place that, you know, you want to, is the estate and the estate accommodation somewhere that's kind of cheap and easy to come with a whole group of mates just to sit inside drinking? It's probably not the right place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect for a nice lovely wedding I mean all those things that you've listed are great things to do as activities before yeah. and after the wedding and yeah. really having the three four five day event really isn't it it's not yeah. just a mm-hmm. one night stay one night wedding it's you could really make a, a larger event out of your wedding and I think a lot of people do so I think what we're finding mm-hmm. is that a lot of the kind of wedding party themselves will take one of the estate's larger properties and sort of camp Mm -hmm. there for a week and people will sort of come and go a little bit but you know the Mm -hmm. that will be a base and then the kind of broader population of the wedding you know base themselves maybe in one of the hotels and then it's very easy for us to run one of the um what are they called uh national what, what are the bus come stagecoach buses stagecoach yeah that then brings everybody to the event and takes them all back so it takes the worry yeah. of taxis or people getting stranded or us being left with people um, <laughs> of the equation mm-hmm. so you are an exclusive use venue is that right yes mm-hmm. we are. yeah and solely exclusive use not having several events running at the same time no exclusive use Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So it's really good for people to know that when they come, they, it is just theirs. Like you were saying, making them feel like the venue is theirs for yeah. however long they're there. And I don't think that there's many venues out there that can really say that, that where it's solely oh, really? for the purpose of who is there. It, it, from what I've seen so far, at least, there's always mm-hmm. other guests or people running about. Or 
other events? No, from a boathouse perspective, once you're on the boathouse site, Mm -hmm. it is yours. And frankly, Mm -hmm. only other people that should be there would be the catering team and Marlon or someone Mm -hmm. from the state. Um, But other than that, it is absolutely yours. So if you could sum up, and it would be interesting to hear both of your perspectives on this, if you could sum up the boathouse in a few words or a few sentences, sentences, (laughs) what would it be? Jules, you go first, please. Um, okay, so I'm going to go back to obviously from a website perspective, our mm-hmm. kind of strap line is that it is a secluded shoreline venue on the mm-hmm. with, with, I think, very scenic <laughs> views of the Isle of Arran. And I think that is ultimately what it is. It is iconic, I think is a word like it is a building mm-hmm. which once you've been to and in, you won't forget. You know, there are, you can buy a postcard of it on Aaron. Yeah. Um, but I think the sh- the Shoreland coastal environment is important. I don't know, really. I'm that's I'm hopeless at this kind of stuff. This is why I have Marlon and other people. <laughs> yeah, me have even worse. Um, that was perfect. That was perfect. I know. I was feeling <laughs> it. Good words in there. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I think like historic. Was... Historic Marlon's another yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, historic. Historic coastal beach location. You know estate grounds I, yeah I'm not very good remember English is not my first language <laughs> <laughs> I'll use that it's excuse really cool <laughs> <laughs> what is your personally your favourite place on the estate mine both of you okay well mine is definitely the bow house and the front of the bow house with the sea the wildlife, you know, we've seen dolphins, seals, otters, swans, the swans out there just now. Um, yeah, the boathouse in the front is my favorite. Yeah. For sure. I think that's a great answer. Um, <laughs> so for me, I've actually got two. So okay. I have a cottage that is just up the hill behind the boathouse. So I can see the boathouse, but the view from the boat mm, yeah. is mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, (laughs) it really is insane. And the second one, and interestingly, we have had a wedding here, is at Loch Iorsa. So about five kilometres inland from the boathouse um, on the estate is this incredible scenic loch. And actually, one couple um, got married on, they had their ceremony on the edge of the loch, and it was mind-blowingly beautiful it was this sort of intense still day and then um these two gentlemen getting married were just I mean so you know saying their words to each other completely locked eyes it was just I mean it sent shivers down your spine Mm, I'm getting shivers (laughs) stunning and then we all drove back to the boathouse for the reception and I just, you know, the ability to get married, obviously, as you can in Scotland, anyway, you can get married on the beach in front of the boathouse, you can get married at the lock, you can get married in the gardens, you get married in the field. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But I have to say that day at Loch Iorsa, it was just magic. 
That sounds magic. Yes. What's your favorite part in a wedding? Hmm. I've got two actually, so I'm gonna start. So the first thing is when um, when they do their vows. I think there are t there are some really distinct categories, but there aren't that many couples that do it. But when they're talking their vows to each other directly, like forgetting everybody else, mm -hmm. that for me mm. is just amazing. Yeah. You know, it really is. Whereas there are a lot of couples that sort of always say it back to the congregation rather mm. than mm -hmm. each other. So I think that's the first bit. And then the second bit's got to be the first dance. Oh, I just love a first dance. I also love a speech. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking that. Can I have three? <laughs> I do love a speech. I love a speech. Um, but I do. I think a first dance as well. Like I think it says so much about the couple, the song choice, yeah. whether they've gone all out and done some kind of intensely choreographed routine, <laughs> whether they're winging it, whether one is clearly the sulkier party that doesn't go do it at all. <laughs> Come then, what song may choose as well? <laughs> is it a funny one or is it a yeah. serious <laughs> one? They're doing the show uh... you know. <laughs> And how about yourself, Marlene? Uh, I have to say, I think it's obviously because I'm Swedish. So I think the bagpipes, the piper, the bride being piped down to down the aisle, and Akili. I do love Akili. Yeah, yeah. Akili's my favorite. Everyone's in a great mood. No one knows. No one knows how to do it, but they're all doing it anyway, <laughs> and it's, they're all having a great fun. The caller is shouting at everyone. No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, the Kaylee. Yeah, Kaylee. yeah Kaylee's are good. But also <laughs> the moment the groom first sets eyes on the bride. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Coming through that like door, that. often behind Marlon now, mm -hmm. under the lights with everybody. Yeah. That is just magic. It is. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I would just be crying constantly. I was the photographer at one of my best friend's weddings and I got to photograph their first meeting before they went off to actually get married. And I was just oh. bawling my eyes out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that first look, isn't it? When they see each other for the first time and really like, yeah. it is so special. I don't know why it's that moment of seeing each other like dressed up, realizing this is happening to make that just, be such a momentous occasion, but so private at the same time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, is there anything else you guys want to talk about on the podcast? Ooh. Um, I think the one big thing for us is that we want people to know is yeah. we're not a sausage factory. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I think that's really important because we haven't, yeah. you know, we're not, we haven't done lots of shows. And to be honest, we probably should have done, but we haven't checked out lots of the competition. Um, and we kind of are what we are, but mm. what we are is whatever you want it to be. But with this history and this position that I think is unrivaled by anybody else. Mm. And the fact that, you know, you can take your time. You're not sort of rushed through your service. It's not, you know, well, this is our caterer and this is our florist and this is our, you know, reverent or 
what are, who are the people that take I'm having a mind blank that celebrant. Take, celebrant exactly apologies mm-hmm. you know we have a list of suggestions of course we do um, and we have a list of people that have worked with us before but if there are people outside that that you know and like as long as they're you know insured and professional mm. we're totally open to that mm-hmm. well this is your day and we are here to make you have what you want yeah um we are venue only as well as being able to put a package together and I think that is also something that's really important yeah you know, I don't think there are many places that are completely venue only now yeah. um and from a size perspective as Marlon said you know we can make a 20 person breakfast feel the same mm-hmm. as someone that wants to have a 200 person wedding you know mm-hmm it's your special day. And if that means us creating a space or an environment that looks slightly different to when you look round, then let's mm-hmm. brainstorm and work out what you want. Yeah. Um, so yeah. as a, you know, we have done a wedding for 150 actually in a marquee on the lawn and that was insane. Uh, <laughs> and great fun um, and hilarious. You know, we can do that. We can do that too. Mm-hmm. so yeah what else should I say well what are your contact details how can people get in touch with you and what is your availability like over the next get in three touch years Marlon at, <laughs> at um, and you can find our brochure on our website which is thedoogeryboathouse.co.uk um, our availability is amazing and we are one of the very few wedding venues I think that really do have you know peak summer weekend dates available mm. because we are brand new yeah um, so I'm hoping that'll change over time but um, <laughs> you know we really are so don't be kind of afraid that you're thinking of getting married last minute and everywhere will be booked up we're not booked up we're new and we're available and you know we want you to come and see us Mm -hmm. I personally can't wait to one day come across and see you guys because it just sounds magical everything I've seen so far has been stunning utterly beautiful and a real gem in Scotland so if anyone listening please go check you guys out because I, I I don't think there's a venue like you guys out there thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) dog friendly we are dog friendly yeah dog friendly yeah and truly dog friendly because there are some places that say dog friendly but your dog still has to be shut up in the room or something you guys are truly 100% dog friendly yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. dog friendly and we're also wheelchair friendly excellent so very accessible so we're very we're all on one level yeah once you've got over the gravel that's it you're easy because the whole boathouse has beautiful cement kind of flat Mm -hmm. all the way around um what else should we say what are the other questions that we sometimes get I think people can get overwhelmed with thinking about destination weddings unless they're sort of going to Greece or Italy or something Mm. destination Mm -hmm. weddings have the best parties because everybody everybody's committed to coming they're all they're not rushing back for a babysitter they're not driving you know they are all in and so Mm -hmm. the reality of that is 
don't get put off by the fact that you think you don't know anywhere and how it's going to work and all that. Mm. We do all that for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if you like the beach and you like a view, then we're kind of for you. Yeah. Um, you can also get arrive or get or leave by speedboat if the couple so wet. We did an amazing photo shoot once, actually, um, with some models doing that, and it was, I mean, hellish good wedding video. That sounds um, like so much fun. <laughs> exactly. Um, things like, you know, what the island has to offer as well. You know, there are people mm. who have alpacas. Are they alpacas? Yes. The alpacas, yeah. Again, <laughs> alpacas. You, know, if you want sort of, you know, some strange entertainment for children or whatever it is, you know, they're around the corner. Mm-hmm. I think there are people that do kind of children's face painting, mm-hmm. you know, all these kind of mm-hmm. things. Just slots, yeah. And all they need to do is get in touch with Marlin and say, I don't know what I yes. want, but I have 30 children yes. coming. I have no idea how to entertain them. What can I do? What's on the island? Yes. <laughs> I'll sort them out. <laughs> Give them lots of options. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's it from us on Let's Talk Weddings with your Scottish wedding. Don't forget to listen and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to be featured on next week's story, get in touch with sales at yourscottishwedding.co.uk. Hold up. 